Welcome in to a special edition of the Future Sox podcast. My name is Elijah Evans, and I have an exciting prospect interview for you today. Uh, this interview was conducted a little while ago, earlier this summer, so some of the things you're going to hear about are a bit outdated. But I welcomed on third-round pick Seth Keener to talk all about his progression and his journey from being drafted in the third round out of Wake Forest joining the White Sox organization, getting acclimated to his teammates and his new role. Um, if For those who don't know, Keener was kind of a Swiss army knife reliever spot starter uh, his last year in college, and now he's working to make a transition into being a full-time starter with the White Sox, which is really exciting. Um, and he did a great job detailing the difference uh, in those routines in this interview. And he ended up, after this interview, being promoted from the White Sox rookie ball affiliate to Kannapolis, the single A affiliate, where he ended up throwing three games and in his last Last two starts of the season in September gave up zero runs across his final five and a third innings um, in his final two starts of the season. So some really exciting stuff that we got to see from Keener towards the end of the season. Um, and this interview was before that, but it was a really good way to get to know him um, and get excited about another exciting White Sox draft prospect um, in a draft class that we've seen take a big step forward in the last two months and one that is showing a lot of depth to it. Um, and we're really excited at Future Sox to see the development of this draft class. And we're going to have way more information on it in the coming episodes. But for now, enjoy this interview that I did with Seth Keener. Seth, how you doing? How's everything going? I'm doing good. It's been awesome. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. For sure. Um, so you are at the Arizona Complex League right now working on once you got drafted, you're there training and everything. How has the transition been from college to now to being drafted and now working within the organization? It's been good. It's been pretty seamless, very smooth. They made it really easy for me to transition going from college. Like we do a lot of the same like strength and mobility stuff. So the uh, the transition, I couldn't really ask for anything more. It's been, it's awesome. been really nice. And they've been very helpful with uh, all the things regarding just daily life and then baseball. So, That's great. How is uh, how's the energy with all of your teammates and other draft picks that you're working with and other guys at the ACL? Is there certain, uh, you know, people you've been spending a lot of time with or guys that you really have gotten close with over the last few weeks? Yeah, it, there's a lot of energy, a lot of juice. So it's good to see all the guys are excited to get going, get their pro careers started. So, um, yeah, we're just getting to know each other right now. I've been making some good friends already. Like, I like a lot of the guys. I've been hanging around mostly with uh, – Grant Taylor, Lucas Gordon, Jake Peppers, a lot of those guys, a lot of the pitchers, because I'm obviously around them a lot. So, yeah, we've been making some good relationships, and we're excited to start our pro career. That's awesome, man. Um, getting into some of the pitching stuff, what has it been like for you? So for those who don't know, um, you were primarily a reliever this past season with Wake Forest, but you're looking to get into starting and potentially, you know, planning to be a starter with the White Sox organization. So what has that transition been like for you, kind of adjusting your mentality and your preparation for being a relief pitcher your last year of college versus being a starter now, hopefully? Luckily for me, I got to make some starts this year. So that was helpful, especially transitioning into being more of a starter in Pro Bowl. But um, I would say mentality is kind of always the same. It's just attack guys, go right at guys, be aggressive. But the preparation is a little bit different. I have a schedule now, which is going to be nice, um, like reg regimented lift schedules. So it, I think it's going to be beneficial for me to be on like a, a set schedule versus always ready in the pen getting ready because I think it's going to help my process to be a little bit more uh, complete and just structured. 
Uh, makes a lot of sense. Um, how does your, how has your arm reacted to it? Have you had any, you know, differences in how you feel in terms of soreness or just adjusting being, like you said, the regimen sounds like it's a good idea for you, but is there any, any difference in how your arm feels the way you've been doing things so far? It's honestly been feeling better to be honest, just because I'm more on a schedule, more regimented, like my lifting is scheduled out, throwing is scheduled, everything is planned out. So it, it does feel good. And then also this season, like I would go from relief to start a couple of days later to relief. So Coming off of that and having a real plan, it's like made my body feel a lot better. Yeah, that's great. Consistency can matter a lot at that point. Um, Going back a little bit to your time at Wake Forest, like you were hinting at, how was your experience at Wake Forest? Um, What was some of the, you know, some of the highlights of your college career? Obviously, you guys had an incredible season this past year. Um, So what were some of the things that you really learned and took away from being at Wake Forest the past few years? I would say I had some really good coaches in my time and a lot of really good teammates. And I feel like you can learn just as much from your teammates as you can coaches. And that's something I kind of learned in college. And like just finding a good group of brothers that want to push each other to get better is one of the biggest things you can do for your development. So I'm excited to do that here. And uh, some of my best moments at Wake Forest, I would just say going to the College World Series, like it was sick. It was an awesome, surreal experience playing in front of that many people, that many people that care about college baseball and like just rooting for you. It's just awesome to have a, a fan base behind you. So. That's why I'm really excited to get going with the Chicago White Sox. Seems like they have a really good fan base, and I'm just I'm excited to keep going. That's awesome, man. Can I ask you a little bit about Eric Adler? Um, he's uh, in the White Sox yeah. system now. He I know you had played with him, um, and he's he's quickly rising to rising through the system, and he's become a really hot topic uh, lately in the White Sox community. He's been he's been really showing out for the organization this year. So, uh, what was your how, what was he like playing with him? I love him. He's a great dude, and he's a really hard worker. And I think the sky's the limit for him. He has a huge ceiling. He's a crazy athlete. And I think he's really just starting to scratch the tip of the surface that he can get to. So I, I think he's a very exciting guy to be playing with and just to have it like on in the organization just because he can go so far and his ceiling is so high. And he's just an even better person than he is a baseball player. So I can't wait to reunite with him at some point down the road. Yeah. That's great, man. Um, talking a little bit about your pitching more, um, you're known for your slider. That was kind of your, you know, your best pitch a lot of times in college. And it's one of the, one of the better sliders coming out of the draft this year. How is the development going with your fastball and your changeup specifically um, as you try and, you know, working in as a starter, you might need to have a little bit more usage of each of your different pitches. So how's the development of those pitches been going for you? It's been good. Like in the bullpens, we've been working on optimizing the four seam. I've been throwing more two seams. Because being able to have both of those will get offered a different look. Even if my four seam isn't metrically too crazy, having a two seam to offset that balance is going to be very beneficial beneficial for me as a starter. So we've been working on that, just being able to throw two seams to righties and lefties, both sides of the plate, and then four seams. Honestly, working on going four seam up has been a uh, a talking point for me because I didn't really do that much in college. So I'm excited to keep working on that. I've been working on that a little bit in the ACL and my starts and uh, – and in just bullpens. So I think that's good. And then throwing the changeup, it's, I think my changeup is going to be really good. Um, I've been getting better feel for it, throwing a lot in bullpens, throwing in the game. So I think just throwing those pitches more in game settings and getting comfortable with the pitch plan, I think that's going to that's gonna do a lot for my development with those pitches. It sounds really exciting. You know, all three of those pitches obviously added to your slider, which you're already very comfortable with. Having four pitches that you rely on is, is huge, especially trying to be a starter at that point. Um, shifting a little bit away from the baseball side of things, what are some of your like passions off the field? What are you into? Um, just, you know, things that you you enjoy. Obviously, baseball is a huge part of your life, but I think it's a, it's cool for fans to be able to understand, you know, who you are, just, you know, not only on the field. Yeah, it's funny you say that. I have a couple odd hobbies, I would say, at least in today's terms. I'm big into the piano. 
Nice. Um, I taught myself piano last year, so I've been playing. I need to get one down here. I don't have one here, but I've been I've been big in the piano. I've been teaching myself how to play like some of my favorite songs, and then I've been playing chess. I'm pretty big into playing chess. I feel like I'm getting pretty good. Nowhere near like like actual chess player level, but I, I love playing chess. I love the the strategy of the game, thinking about it. And then another odd thing is I like to read. I'm I'm a little bit of a, a bookworm. What types of book are you into? Psychology and philosophy books mainly. Like I've I've read some interesting uh, just philosophy books. That, that stuff is just really interesting to me. Just like just how you how you think about the world, your worldview, why we think that way, and just ways that you can think differently. All that's that stuff is really intriguing to me. Yeah. yeah. That's really cool. Is do you find yeah. yourself this is just thinking about what you're saying, do you find yourself, you know, integrating any parts of playing chess or reading about that stuff into baseball? Oh, for sure. Yeah. When I play chess, I, I can think about it. Like, what am I, what am I going to do? And how's the opponent going to react? And I, I'll be lying if I said I hadn't caught myself thinking about that on the mound yeah. since I've been playing chess. I was like, if I do this, is he, how's he going to react? And then where do I go from there? Cause you try to be like one step ahead in chess and there has a lot of parallels of pitching as well. So it's actually really interesting that you say that. Yeah, that's really cool. I mean, I think it's, there's a lot of strategy that goes into pitching. Is there elements of your, so would you say that I'm just building on this because I'm finding it interesting what you're talking about here. Um, would you say that you kind of are more cerebral about your pitch mix and when you're throwing certain things than compared to some other guys? Cause I know there's a lot of guys who, you know, you can just overpower, but I think it sounds to me like you really, you really think kind of strategically about what you're throwing and when you're throwing it. Yeah, I, I do think like that, but I like to think about that when I'm not actually pitching right. in games. I think about that more in pens and then kind of like philosophically, like what am I trying to do? Um, how do I, how am I setting guys up? I'll go back and watch video and then kind of set it up from there. But when I'm out there on the mound, it's it's more just like go right at guys. Just get out of my own way and just let my pitches work and trust that the plan I set for myself is going to work. Um, so it's like kind of having a process and sticking to the process. And part of the process is – thinking about pitches outside and then just performing when I get out there and just going out there and just competing. Cause I, I just try to compete when I'm pitching. Very cool. Um, is there any players you can say a team, if you had a team you followed, but is there a team you followed growing up or is there any players that you really loved watching that helped you kind of grow into the baseball player you are today? Um, one of my favorite pitchers growing up was Walker Buehler. I just loved the way he threw. I thought it was really cool. I kind of modeled my stuff after him early on, even though we're not too similar, but, he was probably my favorite guy to watch growing up. Just like how explosive he was, the energy, the pitches he threw. It was a lot of fun to watch. So I, I definitely taken little things from him. And now I'm watching guys like Spencer Strider. But uh, from Spencer Strider, I really just take like he has a really strict, rigid process that he takes into every single start. And I've been trying to integrate that more into my uh, my regimens, just being more process oriented instead of re result oriented and how that pays dividends in the long term. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, is there any, you know, kind of wrapping up here, is there any goals that you have set for yourself this season and then going into next year in terms of, I know it's, you're probably somewhat limited on innings, trying not to overwork your arm because you pitched a lot in the spring. Um, is there goals you have for yourself this year and going into next year? This year, it's more just keeping my body in a good place, finishing on a, a, a strong note. Obviously, I feel like I had a pretty good year this year in college. So just kind of continue to build off that, keep the confidence keep my body in a good place. And then next year, I just want to stay process oriented and then just let the chips fall as they may. Cause it's obviously like from my time being here, pro ball is a lot of uncertainty. So just sticking to your process and just doing what you do day in and day out and being present. That's kind of my biggest goal. 
Yeah, that's awesome, man. Um, anything else that you want to share with White Sox fans who uh, who maybe you know just getting to know you and just hearing your name? Any other cool tidbits of information about you, about baseball, anything along those lines? Put me on the spot here. Yeah, it, um, if you don't got anything, it's all good. I mean, you've already given us a lot of cool stuff. Um, I don't know. I'm just really excited to play for this fan base. They seem very passionate, and um, I think. I think the group of guys that we brought in the draft class into the trade deadline, I think it's going to be a really exciting, I think it's a really exciting time to be a White Sox fan and I'm just really excited to be a part of it. So I completely agree, man. Well, thank you for coming on. We really appreciate it. And we, uh, White Sox fans speaking for a lot of them. Uh, we're really excited to see where things take you. Yes, sir. I'm excited too. Appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thank you.